You're listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached during the online worship service of Central United Methodist Church. We are located in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to join us for our live worship experience through Facebook or Zoom every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Visit www.cumcballston.org for details. There you can also learn more about our congregation where we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. A reading from Psalm 29. Give glory to Adonai, you heavenly court. Give Adonai glory and strength. Give forth the glory that God's name deserves, and worship Adonai in the spirit of holiness. The voice of Adonai resounds over the waters. The God of glory thunders over the raging seas. God's voice is powerful. God's voice is full of majesty. The voice of Adonai snaps the cedars, shatters the cedars of Lebanon. It makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Syrian like a young, wild ox. The voice of Adonai strikes with bolts of lightning. The voice of Yahweh shakes the wilderness, the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of God twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. And in God's temple all cry, Glory! Adonai sits in judgment over the flood. Adonai is its ruler forever. Give strength to your people, Adonai. Bless your people with peace. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In August 1998, I loaded my aunt's minivan with most of my belongings and began a road trip with my family. They were going to help me move into my dorm room at Virginia Wesleyan College, which is located near Virginia Beach. Hurricane Bonnie was predicted to make landfall that week, so we thought it made sense if we went down a day early and we would sit and wait out the storm while we were down there. Unfortunately, our timing was off. And instead of getting down there before the storm, we drove straight into it. By the time we got to the Hampton Road bridge tunnels, the wind and the rain was trying to push our car off the road. In fact, we were the only vehicle on the road. It was very anxious to be sitting in that minivan, but for the first time, My family found a reason to appreciate my tendency to overpack. Thankfully, my dad was able to steer very well, of course, since he's a professional driver, but it also helped to have the extra weight in the vehicle to weigh us down and make us just a little bit more secure. When we checked into our guest room at the Naval Amphibious Base, we were handed a flashlight and sandbags. We needed to help prevent flooding in our room once we got inside. Later, when I was moving onto campus, it turned out to be extra hot since there was no power, which meant no air conditioning. After watching my dad drive through that storm, you might imagine that I'd learned a lesson and I would avoid being in a vehicle in a hurricane. Well, my youthful optimism found me behind the wheel of a vehicle the very next year when Hurricane Floyd came to town. Thankfully, that time, it was just a very short drive, and it actually seemed like reasonable weather when we left, but the situation escalated quickly. It took a great deal of concentration and focus to very slowly move safely from one place to another. When that storm was over, I took advantage of our proximity to the beach 
and I went down to the shore with a good friend of mine. In that moment, looking out at the powerful water in the ocean, it was an incredible moment of awe and wonder at the force of nature and God's creation. It brings to mind our scripture reading that Lane read for us today. The voice of Adonai resounds over the waters. The God of glory thunders over the raging seas. Our scripture this morning reminds us that God's voice is over the waters. The Lord is even in control of the storms. Now, the psalm was probably included as worship as part of a musical experience, a way of singing our faith. We do that today when we sing our hymns, and as Methodists, many of them are written by John and Charles Wesley. Methodists are known for singing their faith. The psalms are the ancient tradition of singing our faith. And today we proclaim that God is with us, even in the midst of the storms of life. Throughout scripture, water is a very powerful, important, life-giving metaphor. Sometimes they're literal stories and sometimes they're more figurative. Everything from the waters over which the Spirit of God hovered at creation, to Noah in the flood, to crossing the Red Sea, to the storms of Paul's shipwreck, the Bible has a lot to say about the awe-filled wonder that ancient peoples saw in nature. Water and our life can be stormy. But God is in the midst of it all, and God's glory is bigger than even the biggest hurricane. 2020 felt like one disaster after another. And in fact, it made everyday life exhausting. It reminded me of the feeling of having to concentrate so hard to drive through that hurricane. The feeling of the power and concentration to do what was normally a simple and easy task and how exhausted I felt once we'd safely arrived. Even in the midst of this last year, God has been with us. Now, normally on this second Sunday of January, we would remember that Jesus was baptized. And the story of his cousin John baptizing him and the dove coming out and God's voice appearing and saying, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. It's a powerful gospel story of Jesus claiming his baptism. And it's often the week when we will celebrate and remember our own baptism, whether we were baptized as an infant or were baptized as an adult. We don't remember the literal moment of our baptism, but instead we reaffirm the commitment made in that covenant ceremony. We remember that our baptismal liturgy calls us to renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of our sin. For too long, the sins of violence and white supremacy have loomed over our nation and this world. Violence of any form is incompatible with Christian teaching. 
elevating the powers and principalities of this world over the lordship of Jesus Christ, that is also heresy. Scripture calls us to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. In our baptismal liturgy, we also commit to accept the freedom and power God gives us to resist evil and justice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. These simple words are powerful, and they also caused me some heartache this week. I am committed to resisting evil and justice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. And what broke my heart is that I've heard that same commitment from people who were interviewed because they were part of the mob on the mall. On Tuesday, there was a Jericho march around the Capitol building. One news account wrote, quote, Just as God instructed Joshua to march around Jericho seven times with priests blowing trumpets, Christians gathered in D.C. blowing shofars, the ram's horn typically used in Jewish worship. They were blowing these horns to banish the darkness of election fraud and ensure that the walls of corruption crumble. It's easy for people to think they're righteous and fighting evil, but to quote Beth Moore's tweet from Wednesday, I don't know the Jesus some have paraded and waved around in the middle of this treachery today. They may be acting in the name of some other Jesus, but that's not the Jesus of the Gospels. End quote. If Christians are to take our baptismal vows seriously and commit to fighting evil and injustice and oppression, then we must immerse ourselves in the Word of God so that we intimately know Jesus of the Gospels and we will not be deceived. In baptism, we have vowed to work for peace and justice in all the earth. As siblings through the waters of baptism, I charge each of us then before God and our Lord Jesus Christ, who at the last day will judge all the living and the dead, to proclaim the good news of Christ's liberating love to all people, to divest our hearts and wallets from the forces of evils in this world that draw us away from God, to dismantle white supremacy and all systems that keep us from caring for our neighbors, to live into the future reign of God, breaking in at this very moment. That's one of the beautiful gifts of our baptism. God breaks into this world, and God is present in those baptismal waters. We are empowered to do this work, not just on our own strength, but because God, Emmanuel, is with us, we are called to work and to walk humbly with our God.